Hey, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke Woke and Free. Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 82nd episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything important to us, you, the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're talking all about whether people read enough. But before we dive deep into the subject, we have a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or your email? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe away. Next, have you shared an episode with friends or family? If not, Guys, we all need to be talking about stuff like we talk about on this show. So please share this episode out to your friends and family. We greatly appreciate your support. Next, have you hollered at us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube? If not, and you have breaking news, if you just want to connect, if you want to to collaborate, feel free to find us on Woken Free on all of those uh, social media channels. And again, on WokenFree.com, you can find all of our social media handles. Then lastly, have you reviewed the show? If you want to give your feedback in a very meaningful, substantive way, you are totally able to do so by picking the platform of choice like iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, or any of the other platforms on WokenFree.com. And you can review, review, review away. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared, would you rather meet your favorite athlete or actor? This week, we're sharing, what would you rather listen to on your commute? An audiobook or a podcast? So as a podcaster, I feel like it would be nonsensical for me to not say podcast. <laughs> but uh, I I will give the preface or the, the context that I'm not really actually the biggest fan of audiobooks. Oh, come on. Now. As of right now, the reason being is because they're so relaxing. They just make me feel like it's time for hot chocolate and a nap. And you're actually supposed to be awake and listening to your audiobook. So... Personally, I find that podcasts tend to be more engaging, more entertaining, and more uh, just delightful than an audiobook experience, but that's my thought. How about you? I would say mine used to definitely be audiobooks because I didn't even listen to podcasts, but once we started our podcast, I started listening to some other podcasts and said, you know, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Different, they have a different range of topics, and the thing with the audiobook is it's like... For my commute, at least, it's not long enough where you can get through an audiobook, so I have to listen to the kind of, like, same voice over and over and over, and it's, you know, it's the same topic, but the podcast, you have different episodes, different topics, and you can get through them a lot faster, so that's the one thing. The audiobook is, like, a long, kind of drawn-out thing, so it's, it's, sometimes it's hard on a commute for me just to listen to the audiobook. Now, what's interesting is, as you were talking, I was like, well, what if you combine audiobook and podcast? Maybe I just came up with something there. How is it a combination? It's just a podcast. Because there's podcasts that tell stories, too. Well, do they have audiobooks that are shorter? Like, kind of like what you're saying, like different voices and maybe different stories all in one compilation? 
Well, I mean... Or is uh, it just a voice of an entire novel? Like, you know, the 300 pages? Do they have audiobooks of smaller... They might. I don't know. I, I don't really mess with the audiobook world, so... I mean, a lot of things do have audiobooks. So if, you, if there's a short book, they then have... Then they might they have, have the audio but version. What I've noticed version. is most audiobooks have one narrator, though. I, I haven't, ah, I've never heard one that has multiple people. Multiple it voices. might exist, but I've never heard it. So, Woken Free Nation, help us out. If you know of an audiobook that has multiple voices, uh, or at least more than one voice, let us know because we'd be curious to check it out just to learn. All right? All right. Well, let's jump into the topic, I guess. Woohoo! What are the current day reading stats? It's so funny that you asked. Uh, so, <laughs> according to Pew Research, uh, there's actually uh, some interesting stats. So, and uh, again, guys, all of our stats you can find at WokenFree.com for the episode. About a quarter of American adults, around 24%, actually say they haven't read a book in whole or in part in the past year, whether in print or electronic or audio form. And I think this is pulling stats. That stat might be from 2018. There are also some stats that they mention that kind of correlate with the reading activity. So several demographic traits correlate with non-book reading. So Pew Research Center surveys have found, for instance, adults with a high school degree or less are five times as likely as college graduates, 37 times, 37% versus 7% to report not reading books in any format in the past year. Adults with lower levels of educational attainment are also among the least likely to own smartphones. Even as ebook reading on these devices has increased substantially since 2011, college educated adults are more likely to own these devices and then use them to read ebooks. Then they go on to share adults with annual household incomes of 30,000 or less are about three times as likely as the most affluent adults to be non book readers, so 36%. Wow versus 13%. Hispanic adults are about twice as likely as whites, 38% versus 20% to report not having read a book in the past 12 months. And then there are differences between Hispanics born inside and outside the U.S. Roughly 51% of foreign-born Hispanics report not having read a book compared with 22% of Hispanics born in the U.S. And then older Americans are a bit more likely than their younger counterparts not to have read a book. Uh, no surprise well, there. Yeah. <laughs> Some 28% of adults ages 50 and older have not read a book in the past year compared to 20% of adults under 50. And then there are also some moderate, modest differences when looking at gender and whether people live in urban, suburban, or rural areas. And, you know, there's more and more that can be found there. But I thought those were some interesting stats. What What are your thoughts? Well, it looks like there's definitely a reading issue or deficit. Okay. <laughs> That's what it looked from the stats that you were saying. And Definitely. I, I also found some stats of my own on this blog post. It was by BrandonGale.com, and it references the U.S. Department of Education and the National Institute of Literacy. And... <laughs> And that's important, you know, that's a... It's sad that we actually have to have an institute of literacy in this world, but yes. Well, definitely it's needed. And what they found was that 32 million adults actually can't read in the United States, which is equal to 14% of the population. So that's 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 a big number when you think about that, right? Oh, man. Pretty crazy. 21% of U.S. adults read below the fifth grade level. 19% of high school graduates cannot read. Mm. Yep, I think I've heard that Definitely one. know that one, yeah. And then 85% of juveniles who interact with the juvenile court system are considered functionally illiterate. 85%? Wow. Yeah. 
So if, if you're caught up in that system, <sighs> oh, you wow. most likely can't read. 70% of inmates in America's prisons cannot read above the fourth grade level. Oh my gosh. And then also it mentions that worldwide, 774 million individuals cannot read. 66% of this group of illiterates are female. That's deplorable. And what Nuts, this is right? speaking to is that because the majority of kids in the juvenile system in prisons are people of color. Yeah. So that means the majority of us <laughs> are struggling with this issue because we would statistically more of us would fit into those numbers. So that's problematic. Wow. And then with women, that's really crazy. But you know, yeah. it's actually not that crazy because not, there's so places many places really that are anti-women learning. So yeah. it that actually doesn't surprise me, but it hurts my feelings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Huh. Well, I guess that then becomes easy to answer the question of the episode. Are people reading enough? I don't think so. Not in to me. It's not in this technological age because I mm-hmm. mean, now you reading was kind of like what else did you do? You had little games that you played, <laughs> but you didn't have like something that can entertain you for hours and hours mindlessly. There, any any yeah. form of like entertainment would like wear you out. It was physical, but now. You can lay back and just, you know, <laughs> just keep watching TV or Word. just uh, trolling social media, stuff like that. How are that. they even reading? <laughs> I mean, if you can't read You don't need to read now, though. It's videos. Oh, that's true. You just listen. You can listen that's and watch. That's so crazy, though. And then you can tap, you know, tap to win or whatever. <laughs> that's the thing. And people, and it's all about the icons mm. now. Even, so I, I even heard that, like, if, let's say if you work in McDonald's or a fast food chain, so if you work there... And people are telling you orders. Most of the orders are have are their picture based, so you don't have to actually know how to They're read just, to, to actually get wow. somebody's order. Right? Isn't that crazy? You don't have to know like, oh, burger. It's you just press the burger sign. <laughs> it's an actual picture of that because they have these screens. It actually shows you pictures. See, so these are some anybody the, can do it. These are some of the issues we need to deal with in this country. I mean, for the amount of opulence and wealth in this country, that is deplorable. We should all. We should all. We should all be read, able to right? be able to read. I mean, is but that a, too much to ask? I would I mean, hope at least at a high school and level. Yes, at a high school level, not fourth or fifth grade. No, that's good. Yeah, I mean, what good. what happened in the 20 years since? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, that's bad. What are we doing? They can't pick up a newspaper then. I was reading like college <laughs> level when I was in junior high. So yeah, that's, well, that's what you should try for. But the minimum, bare yeah. minimum is high school. <laughs> like, what do you, how'd you graduate and you don't know how to read? Even? See, we so have to bad. deal with this in our educational system. Teachers, well, that's the problem. They there's too many kids in the class. There's a lot of issues that are happening there. But I, I agree with you. To answer the question, are people reading enough? Hells no. And <laughs> uh, and apparently not reading at all, actually. Well, yeah, <laughs> Given the can't. stats of illiteracy that you just shared. So yeah. that's uh, really, really depressing and concerning. Yeah. Well, what do you think are the main reasons why people don't read then? Uh, to mention, uh, I think one would be, you know, for... for Okay, our cat has something to say, but, you know, this isn't your time. Wait for your segment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, moving on. Thanks, Toby. According to ThoughtCo.com, you definitely, there are a couple of things that people say. So not enough time, right? So, oh, I have to carpool. I have to feed the kids. Excuses. Not enough money. Oh, I guess they've never heard of a library. Or, uh, like, online available free books. Uh, but okay. Or bargain bookstores. There still yeah. are some. Books Interesting. Are che- I mean, books yeah. are one of the cheapest There are, I mean, some books, me. some books I love are, like, $20. And I think that could be expensive for someone who is on a limited budget. But uh, you yeah, still Yeah, but it's not can... at the library? 
Not every book, right? So wow, like Dan Norris, that. love him, right? We love him. Creator Hate by Dan Norris. None of his books are available on library. You have to buy them via Kindle. Oh, all right. But to say, you know, his books are seven ninety nine, five ninety nine. Like they're not yeah. like you could save your point. Don't have coffee, and but, then you but can get again, his that's like one of how many millions, millions of, of books. books exist so that's true. Yeah, the there, but there's some authors who don't go circulate into the library system. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, not enough experience. You know, the, the article goes on to say the best way to learn what to read is by reading everything you can get your hands on. You'll gradually learn what you enjoy reading and you'll start to make connections between books and connect those books to your own life. If you don't know where to start or you find yourself stuck for what to read somewhere along the line, you can ask a teacher, you can ask a librarian, a bookseller, a friend, you know, so people not knowing what to read. So they just give up because they're really? like, maybe they picked up like for me, I'll talk now about this later, but like certain books don't really move my spirit and what if like you only see those and then you're like oh well i don't think this i like for those me, then, right? and then you, you just, just say this that. whole thing is not for me and it's yeah. like no that genre that. Yeah. is not for you <laughs> it's not you know also too i'm too tired right so definitely yeah living <laughs> your life excuse. and you come home and you pass out uh also what if you want the multimedia experience people love television That's and film so much huge. and you know a book sadly <laughs> is not as yeah it's not as dynamic uh visually speaking at least not intellectually but visually speaking you're not going to get the same experience and physically speaking because a movie, a movie can vibrate your whole body you could have your that's heart true. heart beeping that's out of, beating out yeah. of sync it could really yeah, get to you wow. the sounds and all that the lights can have you going crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they also the all article goes on to say it's too hard right what if you pick up a book and there's you know it's kind of the jane air and you know great gatsby and you're like i don't understand this you know and you just give up but that that's those challenges are ones that we need to head on, you know, and and embrace, not cower from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hard reading creates better writers, creates better thinkers. It's 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 a challenge you need. And then the last one, it's not a habit, right? So like anything else in life, you have to do it for thirty days to make it create a new habit for yourself. If you are not reading every day for thirty days, then it will be very difficult for you to have an ongoing habit of reading. <laughs> and reading on Facebook doesn't count, guys. Read a bloody book or listen to a bloody book, but. Facebook and Instagram reading is not the type of reading we're talking about. We're talking about actual books. I think I think you've hit most of the points of why people don't read. Mm-hmm. There's only one more that I just thought about. Yeah. And it's from what from one of the stats that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. That for you were mentioning how like females aren't mm-hmm. allowed education, but yeah. even sometimes governments like prohibit right? they prohibit what yeah. you can read. Then they they'll ban certain books. So That's sometimes true. people might have really wanted to read them, they can't. And they're like, oh, forget it. I can't even read one of these popular books in America. So government interference can be another reason. And also, I guess cultural stigma for the women. Yeah, Yeah, cultural stigma. And and people standing in your way, blocking your ability to educate yourself because they'll, you know, I mean, there are parts of the world where they'll throw acid at you for trying to be educated. Yeah, which is, I mean, I have no words. (laughs) I have no words as a woman and a person of color. Ignorant. I mean, no words for that. Now, what do you personally love to read? Ooh, well, the nerd in me is very excited to answer this question. I love several books in several genres. Uh, the the coach and educator and uh, leader and co- content creator in me loves the hell out of self-development books. I love coaching books. Uh, you know, I refer to Gary Vaynerchuk, Tony Robbins, 
often because these are people that I really admire as business leaders, as content creators. Uh, I also, you know, love fantasy and sci-fi. My favorite book is The Hobbit and uh, I love Bilbo Baggins. I just did an interview and I was asked that question. So I was like, Bilbo! Me and Bilbo have a nice relationship there. Uh, I'm also a big fan of uh, romance books. I love The Notebook like the best of them. <laughs> and I love uh, just books that are about love. I think they're just truly yummy. And then for me, I would say memoirs only if they're interesting and maybe written in unique ways. Like I really loved Why Not Me by Mindy Kaling because it was less of a memoir and it's more kind of a collection of essays. And But it was about her story and her, her life. And she actually has an interesting life to talk about. Toby, your life is not being discussed right now. Our cat is very proactive, but it is not his segment. He needs to wait for his next episode. And uh, <laughs> so I would say memoirs only if they're interested, interesting and well-written and different. Generally, the most memoirs I read are not. I won't mention one that I read recently that is beloved. Oh, but, really? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. And you? Well, me, it's pretty simple. I'm really into fiction books, mostly sci-fi, and then financial books. So, and what I should mention is, I think you like them too, but graphic novels, I think you're Oh, okay I do too. love graphic novels. Those are fun. Yes, yes. I would consider that, that fiction, I guess, right? Yeah. Most of them are. I mean, but yeah. there's some that aren't. Well, let's, I don't Have know. Have we read one that I haven't, isn't I haven't read ones that aren't, but yeah. <laughs> I think there's some that may not be. They could be Oh, and that's a great point that you make. So, guys, I was really concerned that I haven't read enough classics, and some truists might be mad at me about this moment, but what I have found that I really enjoy is reading classic books in the graphic novel version so like Jane Eyre the book I found really difficult to get through because I just found it super boring but Jane Eyre the graphic novel was amazing <laughs> so yes I am a woman in her 30s who needs pictures sometimes to get to get through content but to to, to you know I yeah I, well, yeah, I really graphic like novels graphic, yeah. make, they can bring the story to life it really was phenomenal and, and they get yeah. to they get to display the action oh. so you almost get that movie kind of feel yes it was from great a, from a comic while reading also sense and sensibility is a graphic novel phenomenal like loved it loved it loved it loved it but and that's good to mention that just in general technically comics count as reading too oh god yes oh god yes like, if you never want to pick up a comics, full book and you want to read a graphic novel yes just bloody well read guys we just yeah, gotta read it does yeah. count and it doesn't have to be just superhero stuff like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I mean i'm reading the book that's or it's, it's a graphic novel that's based off of the original novel that made the Blade Runner movie that a lot of people like, oh, know and love, the classic okay. sci-fi film. It's called Why, or Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? That's what the actual novel's called. Yeah, it's Creepy. a it's a weird name, but it's the same it's the exact same story as the movie. And oh, it's, that's it's cool seeing it as a as a graphic novel though cuz it's it's different than the movie. And then you get into the minds of people too. Cuz well, that's what I find in movies is they often don't display what the character's thinking but a graphic novel will do you that. can get into it yeah, yeah, yeah and, get, yeah, and you don't lose that because in the movie they mostly just get rid of that like absolutely. whatever the person was thinking eh, it's not oh really and you a know what was thing. really good Coraline the graphic novel was phenomenal also Walking Dead series oh, guys man, that's crazy, what yeah. you, Walking yes, Dead yeah, that's Walking a crazy Dead series is, that's... and then for us you I'm so honored that you it, you know gave us the 30 Days of Night series phenomenal 
love that collection. So yeah, graphic novels are definitely one of our faves. We love that for sure. So since we've talked about all the books that we love and we've like showed our, our book nerd uh, side, <laughs> why is reading so important? Well, let me just reference this lifehack.org article. Okay. And it states, it states some benefits that people who read actually have. And let's start with the first one. They have increased focus, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I mean, you got to focus while reading, right? You got to... True. Or else you don't know what's going on. You'll just be like, oh, <laughs> let me throw this out because I don't know what's even happening here because I can't focus. Focus. So focus, of course, <laughs> your focus goes up. They set goals. That's mm. an interesting one. They spend time wisely. Yeah, they're reading. Of course, they're spending oh, their time wisely. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> that's like, that's an obvious one. Get good, your life. <laughs> good. You did good with that. They have perspective. I think that's definitely true because you definitely. can learn. Definitely. From learning, learn a lot. Yeah. yeah. You learn a lot in the books. Mm-hmm. They are reflective. I, I agree with that, too. Whenever I read, I got to... But at least for me, after a chapter, sometimes I'll just think about it. I won't even just go on. Sometimes I do actually do that. Sometimes I'll absorb it. And I'll be like, wow, what did I just read? You know, that'll actually happen. (laughs) They have incredible writing and speaking skills. Oh, thank you very much. Nice. You can attest to that, definitely. (laughs) Absolutely, darling. They have increased memory. (laughs) Absolutely. They become elephants, I guess. Yay! My freaking dream in life! That's an interesting one. That's amazing. Wow, that's your dream. (laughs) Okay, there. Okay, buddy. I thought you wanted to be Megalodon. No, I don't want to be the Meg. <laughs> I do want to be an elephant so I can oh. smash cars. <laughs> all right, smart. That's great. Well, My next life, guys. All right, well, if you read, you you can stay fresh, whatever that fresh means. Fresh and clean? <laughs> that's like the say. rap song? That, that's what I thought of. Oh, you I don't know no. what they would mean. Hello, come on. They said they, no, what they fresh. mean by that is current. They so mean fresh and so you... clean, clean. I love that song. That's what they were saying. That song is amazing. <laughs> but uh, uh, now I'm thinking about that song. Khalil. <laughs> focus, focus, guys. You think they can dress very dapper? Hey, get it, get it. You're going to get Dan. your life. You are listening to Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. Woken Free. A podcast that is real and honest. No, what I mean, I think what they mean by that is being current. Because if you're reading current material, then you're going to kind of know about politics. You're going to know about new fiction things. So you're going to be, you're going to be like with the times. But yeah. they could have phrased that a bit better. Though. Yeah. All right. And they said they are educated and informed. Absolutely. Which you kind of were describing. Mm-hmm. And the last thing they stated is they use reading to actually relax. And oh, that's definitely yes. a nice way to put yourself to bed. Every time I want to take a nap, guys, I totally <laughs> begin reading. And it's a ama- it's a wonderful lead into it's a nice <laughs> then it's a nice gone. foreplay. You become <laughs> and, a goner. Yeah, that yeah, well you've seen me read with yeah, the book in my hand and it. I'm yeah. completely dead. <laughs> I used to do that when I was younger. Now I'm a little bit better. Like I, I'll, I'll at least close the book. And oh I'll get no! Up and I, yeah, I'm just like when I know I can't a go on stiff statute. It's pretty embarrassing, actually. Uh, yeah, I mean, similar thought uh, thoughts I found on Inc. an Inc. article, which again you can find all of our links on WokenFree.com. So reading fiction can help you be more open minded and creative. Which in this country, I think we need <laughs> the more the better because we still have too open-minded. much. That's yeah, a we key have too there. many closed minded be- 
behaviors and beliefs that are causing havoc in this nation and in the world. Uh, we also, they, the article claims that people who read books live longer. So I'm looking to live 128, the amount of, <laughs> that I read. So that's going to be phenomenal. Uh, this I really liked. Reading 50 books a year is something you can actually accomplish. Last year alone, I read 62 books. My goal wow. this year is to read 100. I'm, I'm falling behind <laughs> a little bit. There's some life transitions that we'll be announcing that are, you know, messing with my goal, but that's okay. We we're, we're getting there. And then I like the next one. This was just very, uh, outward, uh, successful people are readers. <laughs> just like, just, I, I love it. They said it's because high achievers are keen on self-improvement. Hundreds of successful executives have shared with the author of the article at, at Inc that the books that have helped them get where they are today, uh, are it's, that's kind of where they're at. They wouldn't be who they are without the reading. And you know, if you need ideas on where to start, they recommend uh, the hard thing about hard about hard things by Ben Horowitz, which I think I've heard of that book. Show Dog by Phil Knight, I've heard of that. Good to Greet by Jim Collins, yep, heard that. And then this one, yes, Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson, the creator of the Virgin Company. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so very very good. And I also personally could attest that you know so much of who I am has come from reading and networking and and my dedication to learning my life motto guys is to learn something new and to meet someone new every single day and thanks to the internet and linkedin and facebook <laughs> i'm able to do that and reading is a joy you've given me a kindle i have a couple kindles <laughs> and uh yeah there's nothing more gratifying and fulfilling than reading a book so i'm sure i've shared my my nerd colors for the day wow you definitely love them books there indeed i want to say fresh and clean <laughs> Staying fresh, we get it. Fresh and clean. What would motivate people to read more? Money. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's, what I, that's my first response. Of course. But... <laughs> of course. You know I'm reading your mind, Khalil. Uh, uh, according to renaissance.com, reading aloud uh, could, from a teacher perspective, is something that is being recommended. I agree. Like, I'm, I'm excited. And I've done that to you. When I'm reading passages, I read them aloud to you. They help motivate me to just keep going with a book personally. And I, and, it, and kind of bring more people in the process. Uh, also, increased text variety, which is important. That's why I've incorporated graphic novel reading into my reading regimen. I read self-help books. I read finance books. I read romance books. I read graphic novels. Every year I read probably five to 10 different genres. Nice. So that's why I'm able to get through so many books because I have so many different types of reading I'm doing. Also poetry, like, you know, I'm going to be reading a, a book of poems for next month because April is National Poetry Month. So reading different types of books helps you be more involved on your reading journey. Uh, also just making time for it, right? Like, so what I do is I try to read if I can, like maybe an hour or two a day. It's hard. I don't always have that time. But you you know, if I, again, if I'm going to take time for a nap or if I'm going to take downtime, I try to put reading as the beginning part of it. So yeah. you just have to prioritize it. You know, a lot of us are like, girl, I ain't got time, but you got time to do your nails. You got time to talk smack. You got time to eat that burger and you have time to use the bathroom, but you don't have time to learn. Get your life. That's where you can catch up on your reading. <laughs> exactly. Bathroom. In the bathroom. I, <laughs> I think that more bathrooms, that might be a business idea too. You know, books that people can just read there or on the back of the toy. The, what's that thing? The, the door, I guess. Yeah. Just put like digital books on there and have, I mean, I don't know fecal matter. So I don't know how you're going to have to clean that. Fecal matter is everywhere. Okay. Well, that's that, a different and, episode. And I'm saying but... <laughs> general statement too, not just the bathroom. It literally is everywhere. Yeah. 
But, you know, maybe they should put books on the back of doors and people should be reading. But, like, we've got to read more, guys, because if you're peeing, you have time to read. Uh, And Probably. then also dispelling the kind of the good reader myth. So some people don't read because they don't want to, like, you know, like, unless you're reading the, the classics, you're not, like, reading. You got to just read, right? Like, don't get caught up in what you should be reading. Read what you want to read and, and enjoy the process. And don't allow others to make you feel less than because maybe you don't like the classics. That's okay. So you can read a wild safari adventure book with animal spotting. Are you joking? No. That's oh. what I'm reading now. <laughs> In the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm spotting different animals. Come on. I'm going animal spotting while I'm on the toilet. Oh, I mean the royal throne. I love you, Khalil. No, but isn't that amazing? You could be on the royal throne and exploring the wildest places I really want to say something to you, and you know what I want to say. No, you need to continue on. <laughs> Also overcoming reading challenges. So if there are things that have kept you away from reading, whether it was hard to read, maybe you haven't found the right genre. If you keep pushing past and you set reading goals for yourself, that can be a way for you to to do it. And, you know, there's other recommendations, but those were some things that I thought were most interesting. What are your thoughts? Well, yeah, mine really just comes down to the classic good old pay people to read, and I think they'll do it more. So it doesn't have to even be direct pay, but... In the in the world of Fortnite, I think the the thing the kids like is the V bucks. So give them that Excuse for reading. V bucks or V bucks bucks bucks. Yeah, V bucks. What do you do with V bucks? You buy stuff, I guess. In reality? No, in the oh, game. Oh, okay. You get new dance. <laughs> you could buy dances and clothing, I guess. Oh, like any stuff. game, like you get points yeah. or something. So yeah, it should yeah, be like yeah, that. Yeah. You read and then you get the those credits that usually you have to pay for. But if you if you show that you read, I guess it had to be digitally tracked. Like okay. on a Kindle or something, and it shows like when you get to page thirty, mm. and maybe you answer a few questions, you get even more points than that. Hey Amazon, to, be to I, the game. I hope you're listening. If you give incentives, more people will buy your books and Do your it. and your game too. <laughs> so and your game too. They'll get yeah. the game and the book. It's like a win-win. I love it. Listen, I'm all about incentives. Uh, we're true. We're, yeah. we're born Americans. We know what's up. So yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I think if, if we really like fiscally and and like logistically think about how we can get people to read more it's going to have to come down to some type of benefit he, americans here are just they don't do anything unless they're getting something yeah. out of it you can even so, pay for one of your subscriptions if you you know one of your true, video subscriptions true. or your streaming services yeah like hulu <laughs> could partner up with amazon and if they don't already own each other uh, <laughs> and uh yeah and create some type of thing there that's interesting well, well yeah that actually be real easy for amazon to implement for their for mm -hmm. prime and stuff that'd be interesting oh true true Reduce true your prime membership costs. Oh yeah. <laughs> the more books you read, you can yeah, you oh I, Amazon, if you do that program, you know who you need to talk to and credit that yeah. with. So hey. It's definitely a thought. Mm-hmm. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's so what's so what's the scenario? It's scenario time, guys. Scenario one. Julie is a book nerd who reads through multiple books a day. She reads so much that she can't bring enough books with her when she's on the road because it is just too much to carry all those around with her. Do you have a solution for her? Are you joking? <laughs> she likes to carry lots of books. You're I talking mean. smack about me because I carry heavy bags everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. Why do you say this Why is you? you? So your name is Julie? Oh, I didn't realize that's your name. Hello, Julie. Hello, Kalaloo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now you've gone overboard. 
now you've gone uh, overboard. So there's something called a Kindle. Uh, there's also ebook versions of some of the books you may want to read, and so she can carry it all in a small device. Nice. And carry, I think I carry like 900 books in my Kindle or something nice. crazy. So that's real advice. So that's one thing that she can do. Uh, I wouldn't tell her to not read multiple books at one time because I also do the same thing. And I think that sometimes it's easier to get through multiple books if you are reading them at multiple times, like at once. So, you know, I think the solution is just the way she's reading has to change. All right. Yeah, I definitely agree. I would just say get a e-reader. That'll definitely be your friend. Yes. Make it a lot easier. And it doesn't have to be an Apple product. I know we're on this Apple craze in our society. I like... Well, of course not. It should be yeah. It should be like an actual e-reader. Something yeah. that's not made as a smart device that does all this other stuff. Yeah. Something that's dedicated to reading and being easy on your eyes. And yes. something you can bring to the beach, too. Yes. And now Absolutely. a lot of them are even waterproof, so take that. So cool. That's what's really that's so cool. decent. Scenario two. Jakaya came from a poverty-stricken background. He used to not know how to better himself, but was able to rise up after reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and The Secret. Is there a way Jakaya can help others who are in a situation like his? Oh, I love that question. That's so interesting. So I think that, A, I would recommend Jakaya on his uh, intention for being in service to others. I think too many people are all about the me, me, me path and not enough about how they're bettering the world and leaving a mark on the planet. Uh, so I love that, that that's his intention. I would say probably the best way would be to either create content that speaks to those types of principles that he really loves and how he thinks he can better other people's lives through videos. Uh, so his building up a YouTube channel, doing, you know, IGTV, doing Facebook lives, but then also if he's such a devout uh, reader, he might be interested in becoming an author himself and incorporating yeah, some of these one. principles, right, that he's that. Yeah. that he's interested in. And so maybe creating kind of a montage of like what it takes to to rise out of out of the gutter, out, you know, from the ashes and kind of be your own phoenix and really break it down for people, like real talk. What does it take? Because sometimes we have a lot of books out here that are kind of very theoretical. And when you come from poverty, like, you know what's up. <laughs> and so he could he can dispel myths and, and really break it down for people in a way that maybe it isn't being broken down with because those people don't have that same narrative as his. Yeah, I like that you said he can become an author because using that he can go on tour and actually speak about True. what he's gone through. And True. he can educate, like, people from many backgrounds in different areas he doesn't mm. have to even just stick to one place absolutely he can travel so the world yeah that's why yeah that's really a good idea him he, becoming an author he can also create telling his story master classes he can create courses around content i mean there's a lot that he can do so good luck uh with your fictional life there sir <laughs> <laughs> wow that's all i can say is wow Ooh la la <laughs> I brought I it back for you. you. I brought it back for you. You know you love it. Ooh la la. Alrighty then. <laughs> Scenario three. Kayla has a five and a half hour commute both ways to the job she loves more than cuddly puppies. In other words, Kayla will not quit her job. When she gets home, she is exhausted but feels bad because her coworkers and friends tell her she should really read more. How can Kayla meet these expectations or is she doomed to using Cliff's notes to lie to everyone? What the hell, Khalil? <laughs> Five and a half hour commute? <laughs> she lives in New York and works in D.C.? I mean, what are you... <laughs> she has a great job. That's what I'm saying. It's a great job, whatever it is. That doesn't pay for her to just fly there, I guess. <laughs> That's 
absurd. But hey, Woken Free Nation, if you have a five and a half hour commute, I want to know how, we want to know how you get by with that. Because I don't even know that's possible, but okay. You don't think it's possible? Every day, he the person's on the road for 12 hours. I mean, like, <laughs> that's like... It's only 11. Really intense. Just man. 11 hours of commuting. That's... Well, it's... Yeah. I said commuting, though. I don't know. They might be driving. They may be doing a bus and plane than a boat. I don't know. If it's like a triathlon kind of thing. I mean, that's worse than those stories when the people say, back in my day, I used to walk barefoot for three miles on a... Well, maybe that's what Kayla's doing. Is Maybe she's hiking. That's why it's so long. So I don't know what type of commute Up a mountain? (laughs) (laughs) No, you should do a Google Maps and try to walk to a different city. See how long it takes. Oh, child, please. No. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I walk at the gym. That's about the... (laughs) See, Kayla's being very frugal and making that money last. Poor baby. She needs a vehicle. (laughs) She needs a GoFundMe campaign. That's what she needs. I don't know, Tom. You're talking about (laughs) reading. This chick needs a vehicle. (laughs) 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 We need to cut down this commute. What kind of madness is this? Maybe. Or a private jet. I mean, you need to level up your money game. Uh, Maybe. Or get a new job, FYI. No, her, no <laughs> she's not quitting it. She loves it too much. Why, does she, why doesn't she just cuddle people and probably make him twice as more? No, we more. don't know what the job is. I was just comparing it to that. Okay. We have no clue what the job is. It might be very yeah. central to the world. Maybe she pumps oxygen into the, you know, the atmosphere. I don't know. Maybe she's keeping the moon in place. Of, I see what kind of day this is. No, maybe she's okay. keeping the moon in place. We don't know. Ooh la la. Who's fueling the sun? That's all I'm asking you. Not you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. To answer wow. your question, uh, I would say that, you know, on her five and a half hour commute, I as you mentioned, we, we're not quite clear on the factual logistics as to how she's commuting. So does she have a, the ability to read during the commute? If so, that would be the opportunity for her to not necessarily turn to Cliff Notes, but to actually pick up an e-reader and, and buy these or, you know, whatever, use the library book and, and look at these books at, that she wants to read and try to utilize them during her commute and or if she's more of the auditory person and she wants the audiobooks then she she uses that during her commute hopefully and that's to me that would be the only solution because i mean we only have 24 hours a day and if you're spending (laughs) 11 hours commuting and you're working eight hours then that 11 and 8 is 19 24 (laughs) minus 19 what are we talking about that's five hours of sleep so i mean god forbid she has to shun i mean (laughs) it's yeah i don't i don't know so that's that's the only solution i see what do do you think yeah i think it's definitely her commute's gonna have to be where she gets her reading done either audiobooks or straight up reading if she's on a plane or something yeah maybe she's on a plane to a different country every day we don't she know she better be on television and on the view that's the only <laughs> way that that makes any sense she gets her five hours of sleep. yeah nice. because there is i think what anna navario who's like a guest view guest uh host on the view and she lives in florida as and is on the view in new york you tell me how that makes any sense oh, but <laughs> but i don't think she does it every day i think she actually has a job in florida too so but if she's this chick kayla is rocking it every day she She's a trooper. I tell you, she must be making lots of money to make that work. Mm, possibly. <laughs> Kitty thinks so. Yeah. We are at that time again. It is the coming of the end of our 82nd episode of Woke Woke and Free. Good lord. Pretty good. That was quite the episode discussing whether people read enough. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? <laughs> 
On our next episode, we will be discussing why is feminist filmmaking important with special guest Kellyanne Rivera. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation and make sure you tune in next week for Woke and Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokeAndFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic on our upcoming, uh, if, on an upcoming episode. If you want to share how you feel or have ideas for shows, again, all of that can be done on our Contact Us page, not by talking to our cat, Toby. And uh, you can find our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. We're also very active on social media along with our pets. And <laughs> you can contact us and or our pets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Woken Free. And then also, if you would like to sponsor an upcoming episode or want to collaborate on a, a sponsorship deal, feel free to contact us on at our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode. Make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Read more books. Oh, yes.